Then put your little hand in mine There ain't no hill or mountain we can't climb Welcome to Groundhog Minute, the podcast where we celebrate the 1993 classic Groundhog Day one repetitive minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Sean. And I'm your other host, Dave. And joining us today, we have special guest Jeff Ferry of the Jane and Bob Minute. Welcome. Welcome. I'm very glad that I'm supposed to be here today. <laughs> yes, yes, you are supposed to be here, and we're, we're glad to have you. Uh, we've asked Jeff to join us today to talk about minute number nine. Uh, let me get them summaries. Okay, so minute number nine. We start with Mrs. Mrs. Lancaster offering Phil coffee, which he asked for an espresso and cappuccino. He comments that she probably can't spell it. She mentions a blizzard, and Phil does his weatherman spiel, and he dismisses her chit chat. Yeah, I'm I'm starting to get a feeling like this this Phil character, he's not a nice guy. God, yeah, this one really was a real. He is an a hole. Like this nice woman lets him into her house. You know, that's the that's the, it's the hardest part to swallow. Is that she probably loves this house and wants to have it open for people and just loves people like just sharing in her dining room and, and sets. And this guy comes in, looks at her spread. You know, she's got what looks to be a fruit bowl, some buns, some toast, uh, what looks to be ham and cheese in that center plate. Mm-hmm. Dismisses it and you know dismisses her coffee. Oh, it aggravates me so much. It's not like he just flew in from Milan or something. Mm-hmm. Like you, you drove ninety minutes from Pittsburgh. With his like espresso cappuccino talk, yeah, yeah, you got a lot of guts. You got a lot of guts being high and mighty when you're from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, We wanted to ask. We were asking some of our guests uh, earlier last week. Have you had any experience at a bed and breakfast, Jeff? We were kind of curious. I don't think I've ever stayed at a bed and breakfast. My only experience with bed and breakfasts are when my wife forced me to watch Lifetime movies. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have ca- cappuccino espressos in those in those Lifetime movies? Yes, it's shortly before somebody's husband is killed. Normally. Oh, no. <laughs> that is such an early friggin' 90s bit. That was half the plot with Bruce Willis' character in Hudson Hawk, was that everyone's just making fun of him. He's like, he, this guy likes cappuccinos. Get a load of him. And I I think we should talk. I think we should honestly have a conversation about coffee from the 90s until now. Because we're in like the post-Starbucks like Starbucks explosion now. Where it's easy to find good coffee, you don't have to. You don't have to go to a, a crazy cafe store. You can you can get good coffee, and not just the. I, just, I assume like she probably has Folgers or Maxwell House in that in that pot in the center of the room, which is you know it's fine. It's basic coffee, uh, easy to get, uh, but for obviously high taste like Phil, it's going to taste like dirt to him. I don't. know. I just feel like now I feel like we're so advanced with coffee that I think for personally for me. That cappuccinos and espressos, I find them kind of, for me, pointless because I feel like we have such good regular coffee beans that I can just get a hot cup of black coffee and just be more than satisfied with it. Like, I don't need to get oh, fancy with it for a short term. I want to know your opinions on this. I would say pre-1990-ish, if you asked for a cappuccino or an espresso, someone's like, ooh, mm-hmm. you're so fancy. Like, I worked at a restaurant in the mid-90s, and when we got a cappuccino machine, that was a big deal. That was that was something new and exciting. They brought in the cappuccino machine. A guy had to go to class. There's only one person that can run it. <laughs> and now you go to any local Starbucks, and there's 27 people in there that could all run it. The people ordering the coffee could probably run the machines. Yeah, so I, I am not a coffee drinker. Never have. Probably never will be. So I don't really know. Like, it doesn't – 
it doesn't surprise me at this point, the early 90s, kind of off the beaten path, mid-Pennsylvania, that for breakfast, they just have regular coffee. Is it realistic? Like she hasn't even heard. She seems like she doesn't know what cappuccino is. Like she's never heard of it before. I, I think, yeah, I would I would think that probably she might have heard that once or twice with maybe her, maybe her friends might have mentioned something. I think she's just so involved with uh, making sure that the, the, the creature comforts of her bed and breakfast are so fine that no one's that probably brought it up. Like, and I think it's another yeah. thing is people come to bed and breakfast. They're not expecting like the, the, the fanciest quality, but they're expecting like a hometown quality that can't be beat. I think that's right. what her guests are, av- are mostly expecting. They're not expecting uh, a flame mignon steak, but it's going to be like, you know, like a really good like grilled chicken and asparagus for dinner, that kind of thing. Now I kind of feel like I, I and I think there's there's other stuff we'll hit on later where where Phil's just kind of seems like being a jerk for just for the sake of being a jerk. Yeah, he could just be hangry, you know, just hungry, and hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hangry. Um, and, and so like I and again, I'm not a coffee drinker, so please correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't so he mentions espresso and cappuccino. Uh huh. Aren't those more like are those morning drinks or those like an afternoon pick me up kind of thing? Is are you really going to have like an, a cappuccino for breakfast? I'm thinking he's doing it because all right for a cappuccino, a lot of it's steamed milk. So in my opinion, he's doing it maybe because he's not eating this. So he'll take. That's the thing. If she could, if she even made any fancy coffee, he probably would want a specific type of cream. Like he probably wouldn't want half and half. He would probably want something. I don't know. Let's stereotype it. Like he wants like some kind of like soy milk mm-hmm. in it or something, which I don't know. Personal opinion. If you're going to have cream in your coffee, I think you just have the right stuff. But that's me personal. Um, and espresso is oh, it's it's less. It's it's not a full cup of coffee. It's like a several table. You know, I'm not a tablespoon, but like, you know, I think six or seven ounce um, very strong uh, cup of a very black coffee. Uh, but yeah, like there's there's a lot of coffee shops and convenience stores. Like, I, um, like like Wawa in the Delaware Valley, they just have a machine that has essentially like can do cappuccino because essentially it does is like it does like a coffee and a steamed milk out of the tube. You put your coffee, you put your bun, and just fills it up. And my <laughs> my one friend just swears by it. Um, yeah, you know, or and then you can also you can just go to the coffee pots and dip whatever regular coffee in it you want. But that's what I can think of is that like he. I guess he, I don't. It's so weird because I feel like they're two different types of drinks. Cappuccino. He just says it because they're fancy names, but I think honestly, having a cappuccino or espresso is very different. One's like gonna be espresso with steamed milk. One is just the espresso coffee being done straight. I guess. Um, yeah, those are those are kind of two different things, and that aren't really interchangeable. Yeah. He's just no. He's asking for the thing they don't have. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I've always thought of. He asked for it because he knew she wouldn't have it, and he just wanted to kind of put her in her place a little bit. And that's just just to be like, well, I'm Phil Connors. I'm you know I'm pretty cosmopolitan here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of feel this is like this is like if they were serving pancakes, and then he's like, well, do you have crepes? <laughs> yes. I was like, well, you're not. In, this isn't you know you're not in Punxsutawney, France. This is Punxsutawney, PA. <laughs> like it wouldn't it'd be out of character anyway. Like people want to feel like. They're in the place where they're in. Yes. Like they should feel like, oh, I'm in rural central PA. Yeah. 
and the food, you know, the, the accommodations and the food and everything should reflect the place where you are. And we, we all know, we all know that the Pennsylvania hotel where he stayed at also did not have a cappuccino and espresso machine. We know that. And Phil knows that. Oh, absolutely. Like Phil stayed there. He's probably had to put it with their coffee, which is a fine coffee. I'm sure it's fine. It's just a basic roast. But he, he complained about that to himself. And so when he's here, he knows he's not going to get it. But yeah, he's like, it's like he just wants to, he wants to like eat misery as breakfast. That's what he wants. He just wants to eat misery. He wants to just do the job and then get out of town. He doesn't want to like even try to like, you know, just wake up in the morning. He doesn't want to have an egg sandwich or anything. He just wants to be just go cranky, do his job and then be cranky for the, for the hour and a half drive back to Pittsburgh and then, and then go on the news. Even if they had had it. If she would have had cappuccino and espresso, he just would have asked for something she did have. Yes. That's that's all it was about. He would have yeah, he would have complained about whatever cream she had, he would have complained about her the roast she had. Yeah, anything. It's just <sighs> it's a good one. Because she, and she's not sensing it. Like she's not feeling his smarminess. Like she's totally genuine and he's she's just not picking up yeah. like what a jerk he's being to her. Yeah, and, and then alright, so then we move on where she's She's now asking him a simple question about the weather because I'm sure she's a little, like, excited to have, like, you know, a, a celebrity in her mind from Pittsburgh, like a big city guy who does the news. And, you know, when she asks him about the, the events, like, are you going to see the events? I honestly think in the back of her head she's thinking, like, ooh, what if, like, he's going to record, you know, one of his news broadcasts in around my, you know, my, my house? Yeah, maybe he'll give, yeah, maybe he'll give, like, a shout-out. She might get some free publicity, you know. Yeah. Or just at least hoping that if you meet somebody that's even semi-famous, that they won't be a complete idiot to you. They'll just give you normal human decency, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because Rita, probably Rita, probably Rita, like, looked this up and, like, you know, or called the operator that looked at the phone book. You know, she found this place. She probably didn't see how nice this place is. Because I bet you Rita would have, like, fell in love with this place. Rita would be, like, walking around, like, looking at every (laughs) painting, every book. She she would just be like, oh wow, look at the it's such a real lived in house, you know. She would love this. Yeah, yeah. So then, it, it, yeah. So Mrs. Lancaster moves on to to, uh, to a little bit of weather talk, and like there's uh so there's talk of a blizzard, and then Phil jumps into his spiel from you know from the newscast, like he's just saying, oh well, we you know we may catch a break, and he's he's doing all the movements with like the weather coming up from the south, and it's gonna mix at high at high altitude and he just goes through his thing. And again, he's just, he's, he's, he's being a jerk yeah, and he's trying to make her feel bad. Cause then he comes out with the comment like, Oh, did you know, did you want to talk about the weather or were you just making chit chat? And she kind of sheepishly admits, Oh, I was, you know, just chit chat, but it's not like he, okay. So she wasn't really making conversation. It was just small talk. But he's not really having a real conversation either. You know, he's yeah. doing a different form of chit chat because he's not engaging her in conversation. He's just yeah. repeating the same thing we saw him say yesterday or this. Yeah, yesterday, you know, for for the weather report. So he's kind of like, you know, making her feel bad, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He accomplished his goal. He got the, the lady to feel uncomfortable. Great right when she admits that she was just chit chatting and she kind of does like that shrug. That's what he wanted. He got his goal. He made her feel weird about the situation. In her own house. In her own house. And there's a 70-20 chance 
that I probably would misspell espresso and cappuccino on first try. I'm gonna like I'm gonna go and recommend that one. <laughs> like, I'd probably I first time I do it, I'd probably put an X. That's wrong. Because that's a dire straight song. I'm just saying, like, hey, Mrs. Lancaster, like, don't don't take what Phil said personally, even though he's being very personal in his insults. He's just he does that to everyone. Well, and he would be the type of person who would think that your ability to spell something has anything to do with your intelligence. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two coffees that you've definitely not heard of in the early 90s um, outside of movies like this where there's a, uh, a there's a there's a there's a butthead character. Um, and then and then she asked him his question of departure. And my and I'm honestly I'm thinking the reason she asked this question is maybe because Rita didn't give her a solid answer on the on the reservation. Would she probably ask like, "Oh, how long is he staying?" Rita's like, "I'm not sure. Prop maybe for the day." Like she kind of know, like Rita probably knows Phil probably doesn't want to stay, but she doesn't want to say one day. So maybe Rita gave her kind of like, "Ah, oh, maybe one day, two day." What do you think? Well, yeah, you got to leave it ended because Phil stripes me is the type of guy of no matter what you put in his schedule, he'll do the opposite just so you'll be wrong. Yeah. Like if he makes it just for today, mm-hmm. he'll be like, "Well, I had every intention of staying here. Why would you make it? A, why would you make a reservation like that?" <laughs> yeah yeah so rita probably had to tell her like ah, i can't give you a solid answer on that one yeah oh now it's not, um, there so there was talk about them sticking around yes in punks of tawny like rita was like oh we could do some like local interest stuff we'll stick around for a while yeah and and then phil was like no I'm, you know i'm doing the next telecast or, or i think or, or the 10 p.m on the second like he's coming right back but yeah, so maybe Rita left it open, like yeah, maybe we'll stick around, we'll we'll get some local color, you know, some some other you know human interest stories while we're in the area, not yeah. not rush back right away. Like I said earlier, I don't think it's just Rita selling this, but I also think it's a network wanting to just to make sure we can we if we can milk anything else out of it to make up for the fact that you had to pay for gas to get them out there, you know? Yeah. Because I know they can't say no to re- not recording the Groundhog. They got to record a Groundhog. They're Pittsburgh. They're within, yeah, they're within an hour from the, this, from the town. But it's like, okay, we're going to pay for gas to send a crew up there. Like, yeah. And then Rita says, oh, I'll do a bunch of pieces about the local community and stuff. They're like, you know what? That, yeah. Okay. We can, we can get at least like three, two or three broadcasts later in the day out of it. So that won't be bad. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, and there's another thing. I mean, we've while we're while we're we're dumping on Phil Connors here. Yeah, we skipped right over the little the, his first little comment when Mrs. Lancaster asked if he slept well. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I slept alone, Mrs. Lancaster. I I'm like I, I'd be lying if I said I've never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> it it, make, it doesn't. It honestly, I mean, obviously, it doesn't make Phil sound like a good guy, but it just makes you go. What you hire more escorts? Because I just, I'm like, no, you don't have like a regular woman on the side of Pittsburgh. Like I know you don't. You have a you have a rotating schedule of escorts, Phil. Right. Yeah. Shut I, up. I, I'm guessing he sleeps alone more often than not. Yeah. It, it makes sense. So, so you know, someone who's in a committed relationship or they're married, they've got a regular partner that they sleep with, and you you get used to having someone in bed with you for that in that situation. And so, yeah, I, you know, sleeping alone is a change. That- yeah, that line only works like that's the type of line I say. Say you did, you know, you slept alone or whatever. A friend asks you, "How'd you sleep?" And you go, "I slept alone." Especially if that friend <laughs> is a friend of the opposite sex. You're saying it as kind of like a jab at them, like making a little joke at them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who you don't say it to? It a complete stranger, because then it's just weird. <laughs> a nice old lady. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the guy's like, I don't, what, what? That's, like, and that's another thing. It just, it just bugs me. It's like, this is in her house. Like, it just bothers me so much of how much grief he's giving her in her own house that, like, she loves this place so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wish I would have had a lady up there. I wish I could have had some sex in your house last night. <laughs> oh. God. I mean, yes, that's what he's saying. It is what he's saying, but it's well, like. It's, what, uh, it's one of those lines that, like, I, it, I mean, it doesn't work now. Definitely current day 2018, no. Even in the 90s, if you're Phil Connors, yeah. it doesn't work. In the 60s and you're James Bond, it works. Like someone's like like this. There is a time and a place and a certain character that the line comes off as like suave and and we'll go with it. But this is not that time. Phil is not that character. Yeah, it only works when you you like you look at that character. You go, oh yeah, and like he he gets ladies. Like that's that's when you know when he says that line. You're like, oh, he didn't get a lady. But you're like, no, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you get your ladies out of a phone book. Like, I'm the, the, the yeah, the the level of um of company for hire and Punxsutawney just isn't up to uh, the level that Phil Connors has come to expect. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing he doesn't like about this town. Oh my god! You know, one thing I was I I, I didn't mention that. I mean, I could save it a little for later, but. I really like her music that she's probably playing on some phonograph right outside what we can see, you know, this like just really nice and relaxing music. You don't, you obviously listen to dialogue. You don't listen to that music, but I'm thinking about the people who are just, they're just sitting there. They're enjoying their breakfast. And I said, she's, she's probably made the rounds in this room where she's talked to everyone. Like she probably is not like, I I know how like, you know, a lot of restaurant owners and managers, they do the, Hey, how are you? You like that soup? Good. And then they're not they're not making the conversation. They're just like throwing mm-hmm. the, the like good euphemisms at you to make you feel good, you know? Like, hey, you're looking great. Oh, I love that suit. Oh, you're looking great in that dress, man. It's it's like, no, she's probably like went to every table and talked to them and got their <laughs> little life story that she could probably write in some diary later, you know, of like the people that she's met. I told you, I'm 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 making like Mrs. Lancaster like Saint Teresa of just like the nicest most hot, you know, just pleasant person to, to run a bed and breakfast. And so she's just, you know, not just because he's a local celebrity, but because, like, you know, she, he's a guest in her house. She wants to, you know, just have, you know, just kind of uh, make him feel comfortable. I mean, he just wants you know, nothing of it. And just, it, it, it's sad. It's really sad he's got to be rude to, rude to her. And she took the lime to, time to, to learn his name. And I think, and I, I don't think this is just because he's Phil Connors, weatherman from from Pittsburgh. Like she know when she was doing her round, she knows everybody's name. She's greeting everybody yes. as she goes around to to all the tables while everyone's having breakfast. That kind of personal touch that she, you know, she cares enough. She takes the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it probably really threw her off when she didn't get a normal human response from him. <laughs> yeah. And all he does is just keep ending her off with little jabs and rolling his eyes at her and making. Weird comments. Yeah. And that's what sucks is that, like, he could really just, like, blown her off with a lot nicer thing. He's like, oh, you have coffee here. And she has a question. He's like, oh, I wouldn't worry about the weather. I got to go do the report, but thanks. Like, he, that's all he could have said. And then she would have been happy, and he would have been done with her. He could have said, like, 40 less lines about, you know, doing his weather spiel, and he could have just left, you know? He could just, like, thanks for the coffee. Oh, I got to run to do my report. But thank you. Have a good morning. You know, none of those pleasantries are in his vocabulary, uh, you know, and he gets 
you know, he's getting his coat to leave. And then she asks about his departure, as we talked about. And what the, I don't know what his departure is. What do you think? Is it going to be like, oh, I'll probably come back. I'll stay around. Like, you know, or I'll see how the day comes. You know, I got to talk to my producer. She seems really amicable. Maybe he'll talk about this. You don't know. Let's see. Oh, I mean, that's my notes for today. I'm more excited to talk about this tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's all I had specifically on minute nine. Jeff, did you have anything else? And, uh, that's all I had. This is really just a uh, a little warm up minute for uh, Phil Connors. <laughs> he's just starting to get into full blown jerk mode. Oh yeah, We're, he's he's <laughs> just getting started, and Punxsutawney is just getting started with with Phil. So yeah, so we have we all have a big a big day coming up tomorrow with minute ten. And it's a, a big minute for Phil as well. I know it's a minute that, that Jeff is looking forward to. So I guess we will wrap up minute nine. Does mm-hmm. that sound? Sounds good to me. Appropriate. All right. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. So, uh, no, uh, uh, Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I want to ask if our listeners, they want to hear more about you. Where can they find you? Tell us about uh, it. Tell us about you. You're one of those people out there, and you're crazy enough to be listening to this Minute podcast. Uh, I did two other Minute podcasts. I did the Burbs Minute, and uh, I just finished the first installment of Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we ran through the movie Clerks. We even had a little uh, little visit from Sean German, came and uh, stopped by while we were in the video store, I believe. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I... <laughs> so you'll, you'll, you'll hear a different side of uh, Sean over there. Yeah, we'll have oh, to put boy. the uh, parental warning sticker on on that minute, going yes. over some of the uh, yes. the video titles. Yes, the oh that minute. <laughs> yes, yeah. the The Burbs was a PG thirteen rated podcast, while Jay and Silent Bob is not. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, Clerks is definitely an R rated movie, and uh, in the the podcast was also appropriately rated. Yes, we were we were like we were beyond R. We were like S. <laughs> yeah, but that's that. I mean, that although all those those Kevin Smith movies I love, but in particular, Clerks is a great movie and it was a, a great podcast. So yeah, if any of our listeners, if you haven't yet, definitely check out check out the Burbs and check out uh, Clerks on uh, the Jay and Silent Bob. And so that's it for us. Uh, thank you for listening, and we will see you tomorrow if there is one. Get some cappuccino in here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>